So Barb forgot to mic off. <laughs> we are doing this for the second time tonight because the first time didn't record. So we are on a fucking roll. So this is Char. This is Barb. And this may or may not be Plug, plug Your, your ears. ears. Where we might sit back, chat a so little. So we already almost drank all of our wine. <laughs> right. We might chat. We might talk. We might laugh. We might even record. Well, we are open and honest and... Definitely not peasy. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. And uh, so, you know, might as well open your wine because ours is about gone. <laughs> and plug, plug your ears. ears. Yeah, that went well. Fuck it all. So, so tonight, like I said, we get to re-record it a second time. So it kind of sucks, actually. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, but I'm a firm believer that this is this Halloween. It's cause tonight is fucked up because I told you the minute I walked in, you ever felt like something was off? And it's a full moon. It's a big one. It's a big full moon. There's cars everywhere, lots of accidents. I'm not feeling so good about the drive home. So, that being said, it is my favorite time of the year. What? What? Yay for Halloween. So. You're a Halloweeny. I'm a Halloweeny. You know my mom <laughs> used to call me Charlene Weenie? <laughs> Yep, they also Charlene Halloweeny. They used to also call me uh, Charlorella. Charlorella. Whenever I'd clean, Charlorella, Charlorella, do the dishes, Charlorella, do the pots and the whatever, however it fucking went. Um, so I am gonna end up annoying everybody over the next few weeks because it is my favorite time of the year. Wow. <laughs> Knowing what you already know about me, I'm betting people can guess it's not the pumpkin and spice and everything nice that I like about it. It is, it's the magic hour. It, it, we, I even brought wine called the magic hour. Just because, you know, it would have been better if it was witching hour, which they do have. But yep, it's a red the witch's wine. brew. Oh, but it's good. The it's, witch's brew. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's good. It's like, um, it's got nutmeg. I don't like nutmeg. Um, That's very Christmassy. I don't even like apple cider or... Yeah, I don't like any of that fall bullshit. You shut your dirty whore mouth. I never said I like fall. I said I like Halloween. I said... Shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> so, all this being said. <laughs> My daughter's laughing at me. All this being said, I'm normally the one with the huge house decorations. And one of my best friends does a haunted maze in front of his house and all that good stuff. So, I like the dark and the dirty aspect of it. However. She especially likes the dirty. Don't let her fool you. I'm the dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but, nobody kind of really suspects this from me. Because why? Oh, because I look like a fucking librarian. I look like a goody two-shoes. Thank you, mother. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Don't drink, don't smoke. There's a flash. Goody two-shoes. Um, Who sings it? Give you a quarter. I have no fucking clue. What? Adamant. Oh, yeah. I would pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull that out of 1956. Oh, 85, 6-ish. Okay. 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off! <laughs> I am a fountain of useless music trivia, just so you know. Okay, so can we please, no, please, no, please go. talk about Halloween now, Barb? <sighs> Literally, look, that was my next line. So can we please, please, pretty please talk about Halloween now, Barb? <laughs> you are such a fucking dork. It's like I'm a two-year-old and you're about to hand me a fucking cupcake. <laughs> okay, here's your cupcake. Come on. It's it's Halloween. It's Stop. in the shape of a knife and it's got some cross balloons. Stop pouting. Here's your cupcake. Blood drizzled cupcake. Do you have a cupcake? I'd like a cupcake. I want a taco. <laughs> She's like, please, sir, may I have a taco? 
Barb. <laughs> what? Do you know how Halloween started? I do not. Really? I'm betting you do, because we already taped this one. <laughs> I know, but I forgot. Oh, okay. Please tell me again. Thank God wine makes her forgetful. <laughs> oh my gosh, we had to deal with the dog on the last recording, too. <laughs> so, we thought we were safe because we were at Barb's, and her dog is going to go nuts now. So, Halloween started with a pagan Celtic festival called Sowin. Spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Don't you know? S oh, say that again. S-A-M... H-A-I-N, like Shyamalan. Nothing oh, like, like Shyamalan. Sandwich. Sam Hain. <laughs> would be Sam Hain. That sounds like a man's name. What's your name, Sam Hain? But it's, I googled how to pronounce it, and it's Sewin. Um, so, I actually thought it was All Hallows' Eve, so hearing that it came from the Gaelics with Sewin was was kind of different, and I done learned myself in tonight. Well, that's good. I never good well, for you. Old dogs can learn new tricks. Meet that um, old girl. I'm getting there. So during the, oh, speaking of that, did I tell you I got new glasses? They're mm. fucking bifocals. I mean, on a good note, it was actually because I couldn't read my cell phone or things that were up close. So the part that's a bifocal is for 2020 vision because I don't need it. So I guess, uh, but. I wear, you know what, I had five bleh, bifocals when I was like in sixth grade. Okay. You make me feel better then. And then I got rid I'm of them. I'm not much older than that. Right. You know, you, you just graduated not that long ago. Right. I'm, I'm totally not a millennial. Totally. Um, so during this whole sewing thing. So when are we going to get to the Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was so she was bad. Sitting, she was sitting on that. Like, <laughs> that like so bad. Like I'm the so Mexican word of the day right there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize oh. for my nasty sense of humor. So during so when, people would light bonfire. Wow. What? The second recording's not going so well. It's okay. So people were... A brief shark. Okay, so people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. I light bonfires and wear costumes to bring the bitches. Bring me the ghosts. Bring it on. I wish a bitch would. Um, so, <laughs> so, wow. They were doing it to ward off ghosts. Now, in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of the Sowan holiday. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve. So there's my All Hallows' Eve. And later, Halloween. So celebrants believed that the barriers between the physical world and the spiritual world would break down during Sowan, Shyamalan. Allowing more. Oh my God! What is wrong with me? <laughs> allowing more interaction between humans and inhabitants of the other world, not the underworld, the other world, and the you know the other world. You know the other one, like not this one, but definitely the other one. Definitely, definitely, definitely the definitely. other. Definitely the other world. Definitely Wapner at seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry guys. Um, after the harvest work was complete, celebrants joined with druid priests to light a community fire using a wheel that would cause friction and spark flames. The wheel was considered a representation of the sun and used along with prayers. No, Barb, I don't know which prayers. 
I don't know why I expected you to go, which prayers? Sean, <laughs> wow. your psychotic ass would know the druid prayer. <laughs> I didn't go that deep. Cattle were sacrificed. Okay. That's steak for dinner, baby. Cattle were sacrificed? Well, that sounds like dinner. Right, steak for dinner. So participants took a flame from the communal bonfire and went back to their house and relit it in their fire pit. Early texts, not on our cell phone, but like in books, the what do you mean early text before we had cell phones people used this thing and they wrote it down it was called a book huh you flip the pages and you read the words oh you like like you flipped your screen like yes you... yes like scrolling yes like scrolling mm. but it was on individual pieces of paper paper it happened so hmm. sewing was That's interesting i know Sewing was a mandatory celebration lasting three days. Mandatory. Mandatory meaning you had... You will party for three days. And three nights. <laughs> um, the community was required to show themselves to local kings or chieftains. Show themselves like... No, not flip. to flash, oh. but to prove that they were partying for oh. three days and three nights. So failure to... Did they like drunk text them? <laughs> Again, this was before... Oh, oh. Cell did they phone. drunk uh, drunk right down... Right, they drunk texted on paper. Like three days later in the snail mail, they got all these like illegible scrawlings. <laughs> it was returned. No, they couldn't figure no out what the address. Ad <laughs> no stamp. They couldn't read what city it was. Insufficient stampage. Um, <laughs> Sorry. God. So I think this one is better than the oh last. God, I think we're retarded. So failure to participate was believed to result in punishment from the gods, like Thor, um, usually illness or death. Well, that's Not harsh. Thor. Thor didn't bring illness or death. But because the Celts believed that the barrier between the worlds was breachable during Sowen, they prepared offerings that were left outside the villages and fields for the fairies and she. She is the little hill or mound that the fairies lived in. So... Why you leave it for the hill or mound, I'm not sure. I would prefer to just leave it for the fairies. Um, yeah, Tinkerbell needs her some candy. Right. Tinkerbell needs her strength, too, and a sugar high. <laughs> it was right. expected that ancestors might cross over during this time as well. So do you think that, like, that, excuse me, elevated to, like, the kids stealing the Tinkerbell's candy? Wow. They had, what was that called when you go stealing the bags? Bag snatching, something like that. So, um, needless to say, it was it was expected that ancestors might cross over during this time as well. So the 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 Colts, the Celts, not the Colts, <laughs> the Celts would dress as animals and I monsters. Love that band. <laughs> they would dress as animals and monsters, so the fairies were not tempted to kidnap their ancestors as they crossed over into this world. In the ninth century, Pope Gregory declared it All Saints' Day was on November one. And All Souls Day was on November 2. Now it was brought to America by guess who, Barb? Um, this part I remember. Okay, so guess, guess. you got to be right then. I am... The uh, Brits. I, the Brits. It was brought over by... I'm trying Paul to... Paul Revere's a common. I'm trying to muster up some kind of Irish accent, but... You, you ain't got no Irish accent. <laughs> but it was the Irish immigrants that brought it over. You're right. Okay, you here it is. Well. Listen to my Irish accent. I like potatoes. 
there is a famine on the potatoes. Yeah, but Irish and you people... still just sounded like a Michigander. <laughs> I know, but it was so funny. But I it... like potatoes. I like potatoes because potatoes become vodka and Irish brought us. Give me some whiskey. Exactly. So oh. Irish is. We need Orland. to be grateful to them for alcohol and Halloween. I love you, Ireland. So but, what's that? Aaron go bra. Aaron go bra. Yep, yep. Um, that, that means go and be well. So why I know that, I don't fucking know. Colonial Halloween Fest. You like how I just go right back into it like yeah, nothing just happened. Just... Smooth. Not really once I point it out. Colonial... It's not as smooth when you have to tell us. You know, it's like a joke not being as funny when right, you have to explain right. it. So Colonial Halloween festivities also feature the telling of ghost stories and mischief making of all kinds. They had some tomfoolery going on. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not celebrated everywhere in the U.S. yet. Again, borrowing from Irish and English traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money. Money! I would oh. like some tacos! Give me you're I want you're some. Trying, still trying to do an Irish accent, aren't I know. you? She can't ask. Uh, okay, just give me your damn money. I want some dollar dollar bills. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. I want tacos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, I get enough money, I go buy me some tacos. I got tacos in my fridge. I really want them. A practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Young women believe that on yeah, Halloween... Yeah, why can't... Okay. I don't want this to happen now because I'm no longer a child, but why can't they give out money when I was a kid? I had a house in my neighborhood growing up that gave us all nickels. That's bullshit. Nickels? I want some dollar dollar bills. When I was young, a nickel was a piece of candy oh. that we got to pick our own fucking candy. Down with the five and dime. Did I you get those little pl- little bags? Like the little tiny... So when my daughter... Looked like was, lunch bags? When my daughter was in elementary school... I took rubber gloves and filled them up with candy for all the kids in her class. Like how they used to put popcorn in the rubber gloves. I took it and filled it with candy. That was a cool mom. It was chocolate. Fuck Tootsie well, Rolls. I, was, uh-huh. I mean, I love Tootsie Rolls. No, not fuck Tootsie Rolls. I love Tootsie Rolls. Okay, let me just get back to this. Uh, who are you fighting with right now? I haven't said anything for five minutes. It was my third and fourth personalities. Fuck you. Oh. So, young what? women believed that on Halloween, they could, divide, they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple pairings, or mirrors. We'll get into that in a little bit. Whatever. Who cares? I want to know who my future husband is. That's not true. I'm going to die a fucking spinster. Let's not lie. I, I want to know who my future ex-husband is. <laughs> I don't even have my first ex-husband. So, by the 1920s and 30s... I got two of those. Yeah, by the 19... You should fucking share an ex-husband. You can have them both. <laughs> I don't want your ex-husbands. By the 1920s and 30s, Halloween had become a secular but community-centered holiday with parades and town-wide Halloween parties as featured, with featured entertainment. Between 1920 and 1950, the century-old practice of trick-or-treating was revived in the U.S. Trick-or-treating was a relatively inexpensive way for an entire community to share in the Inexpensive, Halloween. my ass. You know how much candy those big bags of Again, candy are? the 20s and the 50s. We get fucked on a lot of things nowadays, but in the 20s and the 50s, you could even live on one income. Remember that. So, um, in theory, families would also um, prevent tricks being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small tricks. You can't even live on one income living in a van down by the river. Right. Today, (laughs) guess how much Americans are estimated to spend on Halloween? 
This is costumes and candy. What about alcohol and no, no, parties? No, no, and... no, no. Just oh. costumes and candy and probably decor. Let's go for $6 billion. <laughs> right? That makes it the country's second largest commercial holiday. Second to ho, ho, hoes. I mean, I mean Christmas, not hoes. I was going to really, I was digging deep for the number from like when we. <laughs> you were trying to remember. And so I was going to be like, <laughs> pretend. Bam, bitches, I know this one. I know six billion, bitch. <laughs> yes. And, and you told me. So many of these obsolete rituals focused on the future instead of the past and the living instead of the dead. Well, fuck, I like the dead and I like the past. Right. So. Yeah. Hell, hells yeah. Right. I don't want to look towards the future. But if well, I. Well, yeah, but if you are. But let me tell you, if I did, I might do some of the things these next young women did. Many had to do with women identifying their future husbands. And as Barb pointed out, future ex-husbands. And reassuring them that they would someday marry. With luck, by the next Halloween, they would be married. Oh, good. I get another baby to take care of. Right. In 18th century Ireland, a matchmaking cook might bury a ring in her mashed potatoes on a Halloween night, hoping to bring true love to the diner who found it. Do we want that ring? I'm not so sure I want that ring. I just want the potatoes. I like potatoes. Give me, throw some gravy on them, bitches. Mm. Right. Not brown gravy. Brown gravy's gross. I'll take any gravy. No, I don't like brown gravy. Now, in Scotland, fortune tellers recommended that an eligible woman would write names on hazelnuts for each of their suitors and then toss the hazelnuts into a fireplace. They must have had a fucking orchard full of them. Right? Those hazelnuts. You know what my grandfather trees. used to call hazelnuts and me and my sister still do and people look at us funny? Hmm. Filberts. I'm like, it took me till I was probably 20 to realize that I was digging these filberts and people were eating hazelnuts and I'd be like, I never had a hazelnut. <laughs> it's a fucking filbert. But I was raised that they were filberts. I don't know. My grandpa's. I love him. Um, so the nut that burned to, the, to ashes rather than popping and exploding represented the girl's future husband. Oh, I want the popper exploder. Right? Everybody wants a little excitement in their life. Appar so, not, apparently not back in the day. But some other versions of this legend, the opposite was true. The nut that burned away symbolized that a love would not last. Yeah, so that, that one, yeah. you really would want the popper and the exploder. Well, I do anyways. I don't want some nut to burn away. I don't want nut. It's better to burn out. Wait, what is it? It's better to burn, burn out. Burn to ashes. Than fade away. Yeah, most of them fade away. Let's not, let's not lie to each other. Fades. Mm. Um, so another tale was that a young... <laughs> most of them get their ass kicked out. Right. Another one was that if a young woman ate sugary concoction made out of walnuts, hazelnuts, and nutmeg before bed on Halloween night, she would dream about her future husband. Mine would probably be that he was stealing from me. That'd be the dream. Yeah. Because that's what happens. So young women also used mm -hmm. apple peels and tossed them over their shoulders, hoping that the apple peels would fall on the floor in the shape of their husband's initials. They also tried to learn about their futures by... Oh my God! My future husband's name is Zorro too! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they would also try to learn about their futures by peering into egg yolks floating in a bowl of water. And stood in front of mirrors in darkened rooms, holding candles, looking over their shoulders for their husbands' faces. Now, that one creeped me out because all, all I know is I am 40 years old. I will still not walk into the bathroom without turning on the light because I am still fucking scared of Bloody Mary. Right. 
Don't, you, don't I, you have to say it three times, though? I don't know. I don't care. I bloody don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Well, you brought it up. No, no, no. You no, did. We don't do it. There's not much in life that scares me, and she is one of them. And the other one is if I had a candle and I saw a dude's face behind me because my bathroom is small, and immediately the wall is behind me. So if there's a dude's face over my shoulder, there's a fucking problem. And he's probably got a knife. No, he's probably got your hand, his hands in your purse. <laughs> probably I can't even argue it I tried to argue I'm like no that's probably true <laughs> so did you know that um, the, with all the basic trick or treating you know we all know how to basically trick or treat and yada 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 but did you know that it evolved from a ritual where people dressed as ghosts and demons and performed dances around a bonfire and received treats to appease the evil spirits all I could think of was the movie that we always talk about the proposal where Sandra Bullock and Betty White are dancing, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's from the window to the wall. The sweat drops down these balls. Oh, you, never mind. I gotta stop. I could sing that whole fucking song. Um, so this practice was known as mumming and dates back to the Middle Ages. By the time Christianity had spread into Britain, however, a new practice called souling had developed, where poor people would visit the houses of the rich and receive pastries called soul cakes in exchange for promises soul to pay cakes. cakes. <laughs> they did this in exchange for promises to pray for the homeowner's dead relatives. In Scotland and Ireland, however, meanwhile, young people would visit their neighbors' houses and sing a song, recite a poem, or perform another sort of trick before receiving a treat of nuts, fruits, It's like a coins. talent show for fuck's sake. They got coins then too. Still no mention of fucking tacos. Or dollar dollar bills. Y'all, just coins. Nickels. So, the the first mention of actual trick-or-treating in the U.S., November 2nd of 1924. Yeah, that's bullshit. And the adults weren't happy about it. They felt like they were being forced to hand out sweets under the threat of a trick when it first started and saw it more as an offer that they couldn't refuse. Like, they absolutely had well, to do you it. you know what? You're a grown-ass person. If you you're gonna gotta do shit. Succumb to peer pressure, then that's your pro that problem. Right. So that being said, tell me about your favorite Halloween costume. Um, you know, I don't I really only remember one. Okay, that's great. So tell me about it. It was a princess. <laughs> I was probably five, maybe. Oh, five you know. princess. I'm gonna date myself because some of y'all might not know. That they used to have these plastic, can't breathe, sweaty face, sweaty up face. with pimples the next day. Yep. Oh, no, I was like five, so I didn't. Like plastic mask things with like elastic that it adhered it to your head. And then I had this like nylon-y like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> right? Um, princess thing. I, I will someday show it to you. It It is a, a wonder. That is awesome. And, and... That same year, my brother was HR Puffin stuff. <gasps> That's awesome. So mine. And, and do you know who HR Puffin stuff is? Wasn't HR Puffin stuff like the Marshmallow Man? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and they had like a whole show. Yeah. About HR. Hey, see, see, the age difference didn't show. Um, because Barb's only in her twenties too. Yeah, right. Me and Jordan. Dog, me and the dog are having a makeout session. Um, daughter of mine, please get your dog. My dog. Like, but I like to give shark kisses, especially when she's talking. Um, so, mine, would you believe it if I told you 
that my parents made us handmade Halloween costumes. I would believe it because, you know, you had to get that kind of crafty shit from somewheres. I had to get that obsession with Halloween. Um, so my mom was always the one that would design it. My dad was the builder builder. So the worst, best bipolar costume ever was... Worst, best? Worst, best. So me and my sister are only 13 months apart. So our costumes generally went together in some way, shape, or form. My dad made us one year. Andrea was the queen of hearts, and I was the king of hearts. And by that, I don't mean like Alice in Wonderland style. I mean like a bicycle deck of cards. <laughs> so he took a giant sheet of cardboard, beautiful artistry, and it looked identical to the king and queen of hearts. Really? Wow. Our arms would come out where the king's arms would be. Our heads were where the king's head was. was. However, you're in elementary school trying to sit at your desk because we got to wear costumes all day back then right sit at your desk with a giant piece of cardboard wasn't working and then you had to trick treat with your arms out you'd get like cardboard rashes around your face but it looked fucking awesome but as an adult because i still dress up for halloween i made two years ago just two so i was a pretty big girl um i made myself a maleficent that's awesome. And I do mean, like, the Maleficent, in the new movie Maleficent, where she had the black cloak that, because we're in Michigan, so you need coats. Right. So I made myself a black cloak with the fur lining that had the two-foot drag like Maleficent's did. I had two-foot horns, head-to-toe black leather. My horns aren't that long yet. Mine are still hiding, just right. a little bit. Um, I try to file them down so people don't notice. Oh, see, I just have a lot of hair, so it doesn't I don't matter. have a lot of hair. File them down. So, yeah, that was my favorite as an adult was definitely Maleficent. Even though last year I was Sarah Winchester, which was probably the creepiest I've done for myself. Um, which was pretty awesome. So, that being said, Barbara Jean, what is your topic this week? Uh, it's the fact that my dog is annoying me. Yeah, but if it's your story, then I'll just keep her entertained and we can make My it. topic is very Halloween-y, too. <gasps> Dun, dun, Say it ain't so. It's October. They better be Halloween. It's all things occult. <gasps> Who like Jim Jones? You know I love Jim Jones. Is it Jim Jones? Is it Jim Jones? It's, no, it's all no. It's just that like an overview of all things occult. So you're not gonna make me drink the Kool Aid, right? Well, I'm just gonna make you drink the wine. Okay, but I brought that, so it's not poison. Right. No. So, <coughs> excuse me. Run if I join it. If I start a cult, will you be my cult member? I basically kind of broke it down by, like, these are the things, you know, the occult is a very, like, broad range of evilness and right, not could, so evilness. We could go on it for hours. Right. So I broke it down. There's, like, um, seances. Huh? You know, where you, like... You think seances is an occult thing? It, it, well, like, the occult is, like, yeah, because I did my research. Oh, um, symbolism, run, run, they use a lot of symbolism, stuff. you know, like the 666 and different things mean different things. <sighs> For fuck. At least she's not barking. She just And like, I mean, it, it motivates very much their decision making in, you know, with symbolism and that sort of thing. Oh. Um, another See, like. I expected like pentagrams and. No, Satanism no. and. Well, here's Satanism. Yep. You got some Satanism. And Satanism, like, is not what a lot of people think. They don't believe in the devil. Like, there's no blood drinking. There's no sacrificing. There's well, then where's the fun 
planet. There's no heaven. They don't believe in heaven or hell. They're atheists. I was just going to say, so basic atheism. They accept all genders, sexualities, sexual preferences, and race. People should be judged by their own merit. Um, Anton LaVey, have you heard of him? Nope. Wrote a book. Of, I mean, he's like the, I think the, like, ah, the dog. The, like, he's written 15. The oh, dog's I'm sorry. clapping the asshole of the week. Clapper with her tail. Five books on Satanism, starting with, in 1969, the Satanic Bible. I've heard of that. And it sold over 1 million copies, still in print, been, um, what you call it? Circulating. In different languages. Um, like oh, it's been um, translated? Translated into different, um, and the really weird thing is when I was looking through uh, and t about this book, the Satanic Bible, it like breaks down like the nine sat satanic statements. I only found three. I mean, I didn't, I guess I didn't delve into it that much because it was just one of the pieces of like a cult. I don't mean to interrupt you. I do mean to interrupt you. Let me tell you that I did get my information this week from the Wikipedia. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Yes. Um, so these are um, three of the nine satanic statements. Um, where am I? Satan. Represents. Uh -huh. Barb can't read her own writing, I, guys. I have to take off my glasses because I'm old. Um, Satanism represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satanism represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Satanism mm -hmm. undi represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self so it's, I really can't read my reading. So it's basically self-deceit. So it's kind of like a it's, like it's knowledge. Over it's not about worship. It, basically, it's, it's not about worshiping external forces, real or spiritual. It's worshiping yourself and doing everything in your power to achieve your greatest potential. Oh. So I mean, they don't worship. Really, that's not a bad thing no. either. My. My guy is a card-carrying Satanist. Really? He really is. That's why I wanted him to be here. Interesting. Another weird um, little uh, side note. Uh, not a side note, but like another like subcategory to the occult. Necropants. What the fuck? All I can think of is necrophilia. Well, it stems from Iceland. It's where... They take uh, the skin of the legs and the feet of the dead are worn by the living. Uh, Can you, yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. It rubs the lotion oh on its God, skin or it gets, gets the hose again. again. Oh. Um, it stems from the 17th century. There was a murderer who literally made skin suits out of the skin yeah. of his victims. So it stems from the 17th century. They were infatuated with rituals using dead bodies. Um, taking ribs, skin from sheep, mixing them together, necro, and so the original taxidermists. Right, and the thing is, they made the first jackalope. You can, <laughs> you you were to wear the necropants, but you have to have been given permission. 
from the person that died. From the person for it to be the so right thing like to do. it's like cannibalism. I can eat you with your right. own permission. That, right. I can wear your skin with your own permission. It was said to bring the wearer greatness, good fortune, and wealth. Wow. Did they get this permission in writing? I, I and if they didn't get the permission in writing, how are they going to prove that you didn't get verbal permission? She's like, I don't know. Let me check my notes. Yeah, I'm like... It um, doesn't say you needed yeah. it in writing. It's it, an assumed presumption. Well, 17th century. Yeah, oh, that's right. No text. <laughs> right. Can't just text your permission, Ren. Um, another, like, subcategory is, like, I don't know how to say this exactly. De divinations? Divinations? Divinations. Like, seeing the future. Yep. Psychics, tarot card readers fall under that category of the occult. Okay. Um, human sacrifice. So, does that mean I'm an occultist? Because I know how to read tarot cards. I have my own deck. Well, then, yeah, you fall. I mean, that's, it's like, a, I mean, that's like a, a, the spiritual side of the occult, kind of, because it's, you know, it's, it's part of the occult. Interesting. That's, that's why I'm, like, my mom... So I've I gone always... to see psychics before, and my mom's always like, you know, I'll say something, and she's like, oh, I believe in them. She said, it's just the work of the devil. Interesting, because I associate with being Protestant Christian and Buddhist. So now I have to be a Protestant Buddhist occultist? Yeah. Okay. Or Protestant Buddhist Satanist? No, Satanist is just one portion okay, of... So... So we're on, you know, it's like just a cult. the occult is like the main category, and these are all like different, you Subs. know, branches or whatever. And uh, now we're going to move into the human sacrifice. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I sounded like I was going to be offended. And I was really shocked because I guess I was naive. They still do human sacrifices. Is it legal? No. Well, I mean, obviously not in the U.S. In 1995, a 15-year-old girl, Elise Poller, was lured into a eucalyptus grove and murdered by a 17-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 16-year-old. In the U.S.? <sighs> damn it, I don't know. Yes, I believe so. And I can't remember where. Let me see. But don't quote her, because damn it, I don't know. Um, and they returned... To have sex with her dead body for weeks. <gasps> when the 17-year-old confessed to the murder, he said that it was a sacrifice to Satan. So so was the necrophilia? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that part. Ugh. Can you imagine? Weak old corpse. I mean, we were I all... Mean, first we of all, always, can you imagine having sex with well, a dead we, person? We joke about necrophilia a lot. Right. But we always say if it's warm... It's still good, but yeah, after a week, it's not warm. It's not warm. It's not warm after two hours. Unless you, unless it was like in the south, and then it's like beyond warm. That's not okay either. Yeah, no, that's maggoty warm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you ever hear of, in the 1990s, the vampire cult? No. 16-year-old Rod Farrell. Again, U.S.? Yes. Okay. Um... He, be he believed and got others to believe he was a 500-year-old vampire. He um, did a lot of cutting and drinking blood. In 1996, he brutally murdered the parents of a fellow clan member. And see, in some, in some 
of my research it said the vampire cult and some called it the vampire clan. I wonder how much he vomited because fun medical fact, your body cannot digest human blood. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. It reabsorbs, like if there's, you know how people suck, mm -hmm. your, like if you cut right. yourself. And you a suck, little bit, but like to drink. a little bit, but it will not. Can't like digest. power slam. Nope, you cannot drink a glass of blood. It will straight come back out. Why I know that? Yeah, I'm a little worried about that myself. Okay, so yeah, he, he brutally murdered um, parents of a fellow clan member, Heather Wendorf who was 15 at the time. Um, she, he was born into teenage parents. He didn't know his father. He lived with his mother, um, on and off with his grandparents. Uh, he said he was raped by his grandfather at age five, but there were never any, any, um, signs. It, well, there were never any charges or reports. Um, otherwise they lived in public housing. His mom was an erotic dancer and a sex worker. Whore. His, Mom dabbled in vampirism, and as he grew up, she was he, a whore. he, you know, played like D and D. And there's nothing wrong with D and D players. Oh wait, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. He got into all this like goth stuff. He um, met up. He met this kid, Jaden Murphy, who or no, Jaden Murphy claims to have sired pharaoh and crossed him over oh so he is his maker yeah meanwhile the mom pharaoh's mom is sending lurid messages and letters to murphy's 14 year old brother <gasps> like letters and um she said she was going to be his bride for eternity because they were vampires um, they lived in... Pedo, 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 pedo. Yeah, they lived in many areas of Florida. And of that's... Of course it's fucking Florida. Well, he lived with his grandparents, I believe, in Kentucky, maybe. Oh, no, surprise. But then, he, then they moved to Florida. That's where he met Heather. And she was um, what people describe as a troubled teen she was rebellious didn't clean her room blah 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 then he, uh, it was kentucky he moved back to kentucky in the 10th grade he called he would call heather collect yeah um and her parents were like no no put a stop to that they don't want to pay that and so heather got pissed off Murdered her parents. Meanwhile, back in Kentucky, this uh, Rod Farrell, Farrell, whatever, um, was getting a following. Uh, he was doing all kinds of weird shit. He broke into an animal shelter and plug your ears, plug your ears. Gruesomely murdered two puppies. <gasps> puppies! In November 1996. I said that and Ren looked at me. <laughs> She's like, what puppies? So, in November of 1996 is when Rod, his girlfriend, and another girl piled, picked up Heather, um, and his plan was that they were all going to live together as a vampire family in New Orleans. I'm going to get pissed when the first one croaks. <laughs> he, um, he thought, I'm saving this poor girl from a terrible home because she told him that her parents abused her and blah, 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 blah. Um... On November 25th in 96, Heather crossed over by drinking Pharrell's blood. 
in a cemetery. Of course. So then they took LSD and went to steal, went back to Heather's house to steal her parents' car. So Pharrell and the girlfriend went into the house through the garage as he grabbed a crowbar on his way through the garage. Dad was sleeping on the couch and he just repeatedly bludgeoned him with his crowbar, just oh. crushing his head and everything. So the mom, who was, had been in the shower, came in to see what was the ruckus. And um, she threw a cup of hot coffee at him. Okay. And he struck her so hard with the crowbar that he severed her brainstem. Ah, <gasps> holy shit. That's like internal decapitation. Yes. Woo! So then they did some ritualistic burning of their, you know, like burns on their body. Then they proceeded to rob the house. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, her sister, who was 17 at the time, came home from work and that's what she found. Ugh. Ugh. Poor, poor girl. And meanwhile... Heather didn't even know that this had happened in her home um, until like four days later when they got caught. Oh. And in the this interview. Is like a good movie. I'm eating licorice now. Can I know, right? See, I told you I had a good one. Uh huh. Um, in the interview, Rod claimed that um, he didn't do it, but he was being framed by a rival gang group of vampires. So now they got rival vampires. We're straight up in a TV show. Right. So he pled guilty, but he told them that he wanted to live. All the others in the case um, took plea deals. Um, Rod Farrell was the youngest person on death row ever. Oh, wow. At 17. Good. But in no November of 2000... His life sent he his death penalty um, sentence got repealed into a life sentence because so now we got to pay for the fucker. They decided that you must be seventeen when you commit the crime in order for it to be um, eligible for the death penalty. So now we pay for the fucker. Yep, forever because he's a fucking vampire. Because he was seventeen. No, forever, because he's well, going to yeah. live forever, because he's a vampire. Yeah, well, you know. So, that's my... Um, that's your vampire story. That's my vampire, that's vampire human sacrifice type. by sacrificing a goddamn puppy. Two of them, actually. I hate these people. So, I'm just going to sit and eat so, your Halloween candy. Okay. <laughs> so, then there's spells, which we all know. Supernatural powers are used. And then there's demonism. Okay, so how's demonism different from Satanism? Well, demonism is where they summon the power of demons to bend to their will. Demons believed to be demons are believed to be fallen angels, sworn to carry out only evil. So okay. that so so it is. Okay, I have to try to read these. Mm-hmm. Barbara can't read her own writing. Accu-faced. What? Acu oh, I'm retarded. Barb straight got accu-faced. <laughs> accu-faced. You know what it is? Occultist. <laughs> Occultists think they have, they think 
They can harness dark spirits spirits to do evil. I want to know what a spirit is. I want to harness <laughs> me a Shut spirit. The fuck up. Ritualistic <laughs> incantations is what they do. They use ritualic, ritualistic incantations to Which summon. Which is basically repeating the same thing. Uh huh. To summon demons, Satan, Ukabak, who is the demon in hell who attends to the flames. I thought that was Lucifer. Oh no, who attends to the flames? Okay. Yep. Um, there's gotta make sure Lucifer stays warm. Did you say Ernie? Erinwe. Oh. I-R-I-N-W-E. I was wondering where Bert was. He's the Lord of Blood. <laughs> and he's responsible for um, humanity's most violent acts. Serial killers and dictators are thought to be under his control. Oh, so they're all just possessed by the flame keeper. Ernwe. No, Ernwe, who is the Lord of Blood. Oh, okay. So another um, branch of the occult is, I've, and I had never heard of this, which I think is, I thought was odd. Old Moore's Almanac. Have you heard of that? I've heard of Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> old, Moore, old Moore's, M-O-O-R-E apostrophe S, Almanac. I guess where it came from? Florida. Nope. Kentucky. N another country. Ireland. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> in, in, uh, that explains old moors. It's the, okay, the moors of Ireland. No, isn't that M-O-R-R? M-O-O-R? Those are moors. This is like more like the name, M-O-O-R-E. Same thing. Fuck it. It's Six, Ireland. It's a, um, it, the original publication was in 1697. It's an occult publication of prophecies of the future and it is the oldest continual publication contains horoscopes and other predict predictors of the future now oh it used it was an anonymous publication and present day it's still in publication as a magazine and an interactive website and it even includes weather forecasts <laughs> oh my god i had never even heard of that before i haven't either but do you, how legal do you do you think we'll go on a watch list if we check that shit out? I don't know. I didn't. I mean, it's kind of worth going on a watch list. Yeah. I'm probably already... I research enough serial killers. Right. I'm already on a watch list right. anyway, so fuck it. Let's add it. Yeah. I, 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 it just was like... I'd say Google I just shit. See, yeah. Like, I didn't delve good. into it anymore because I had so much, much. other stuff. Yeah. That I just want to, I guess I'm just sort of scratching a little bit of the surface. How are we doing on time? Um, 46 minutes. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, so the next branch we're going to talk about is hermeticism. It's the ancient practice of esoteric wisdom. What the fuck is esoteric? Um. No. <laughs> Jordan's got a full-time job over there babysitting the dog. Um. Esoteric, it's like, um, it's, it's most popular form is astrology. Oh, okay. Its main goal is to gain true understanding of God's knowledge and make the natural out of the supernatural through understanding. Does that make Sorry, sense? Sorry, yes, but the is dog got really the loud? zoomies. Yeah. yeah. 
I was really, really interested in the dog. Fundamentally, it's the beginning of scientific advancements. It's basically taking the unknown and making it known. Al alchemists, mm -hmm. Freemason, Freemasons, and ghost sticks. Have you ever heard of ghost sticks? I've heard of agnostics. G H O, like ghost X I C S. Nope. I hadn't either, and I don't know that I. The study of the past life is what I'm going to go with. It differs from the science. That stand and say, "What's her face's name?" three times in the mirror. Oh. And put the candle on their shoulder. Mary, to see who what's her name? Gonna... <laughs> we don't say her name. We um, also don't pee in the dark. I'm just saying. <laughs> I pee in the dark and then at night because I hate turning the light oh, on. Oh hell no! I have a nightlight in my bed bathroom. I though. won't walk from my bedroom to the bathroom without turning on every light on the way just what? because. I, and I study serial killers for fun, which could really happen, but she scares me. Bloody Mary, that's who it is. <laughs> it's like Voldemort. She is who we shall not say her name. Oh, all right. Back to the back to it then. This differs from science in its goals. I'm getting laughed at by a 19 year old. <laughs> I don't know if this is fair. Science seek. Ah! Science seeks. To study the natural word, world, hermetics study the supernatural. Ooh. They search for deep knowledge is fundamental foundation of all occultism. So that is what Zach Baggins is. Oh. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, no, I don't want to put that stereotype on Zach. But yeah, pretty much. Okay, let's go. Okay, so here are my, I have three unsolved mis murders that are linked to the occult great because you got five minutes oh okay <laughs> son of a okay in 1982 there was a kidnapping and murder of rachel runyon where we got the don't take candy from a stranger rachel runyon she was playing in the playground with her brother and the funny thing is in this article that i read was said with her 10-year-old brother, but they never said how old she was. Oh. But he was older than her, so she was under. And this You'll in Utah... never me in a stranger's car with candy. A man offered a her... Of puppies, yes. A man offered her candy. I know. Look at my dog smile at you. She's like puppies. A man offered her candy and gum, and so she went to his car with him. Her naked body showed up 24 days later in a stream. Can't do it. Um... So here's where the link comes in. Twice, when her dad went to visit her grave, there was a black rose laying on the stone. Um, and then two and a half years later, in a laundromat, laund a 24-hour laundromat, I've gone to bathroom, a laundromat before. Shut the fuck up. Bathroom stall, there was a message scrawled that said, I'm still at large. For a good time, call Barb. No, Char. Oh, Okay. Bitch. <laughs> I'm still at large. I killed the little Runyon girl. Remember, beware. Wow. And below the message was an inverted cross. And in the cross, like on each side of the cross, and then at the top of the cross, there were sixes. So six, six, six. Okay. And there's been no arrests yet. Mm. So here's another. In 1982, Leroy... Carter Jr. was sleeping in the Golden Gate Park. They found him decapitated. Had, there was a headless chicken partially sticky, stuck into his body. 
I didn't ask, I didn't look into where. They was gerbling. They was gerbling. His head was also missing. Um, when they find it, it's going to be like a, a, what do they call that? A turkey where they put the chicken inside the turkey? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like that. Here's the weird thing. So they had like a police officer who specialized is specialized in the occult who said that it was part of a ritual involving Palo Mayombi. Okay. I'm just saying it's Thanksgiving dinner. Which is black magic, Palo Mayombi. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't either. And that they took his head and made a brew from his brains. A witch's brew. She said that the head would be returned after 42 days once the ritual was complete. 42 days later, bam, on, right on schedule, the head was returned. Huh. Interesting. And then, then there was no arrest ever made on that one either. Naturally. Then there was Charles Walton, 74. That wasn't who, a very good cop that studied occultism. Right. Job opening. 74-year-old <laughs> <laughs> who still worked on local farms. Um, this was in 1945 oh. in Lower Quinton, England. And he was said to have had a way with animals. Like he could feed birds out of his hand. He could control dogs with his voice. You know, just like, just mm -hmm. had that like connection Dr. sort of. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. On Valentine's Day in 1945, he went to work with a pitchfork and a trouncing hook. On Mian Hill. Which means he could defend himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Mian Hill. If you don't know what a trouncing hook is, guys, it's one of those <coughs> hooks that you shove into. Like, generally, hay. there's two of them. Hay. You put one in each yeah. side of the hay bale. To, yeah. <clears throat> Mian Hill, which is supposedly has some supernatural lore. Um, How's that handwriting doing? I know, it's not doing so good right now. <laughs> And I, that's why I type it double space. So they found him. There was a cross carved into his chest. Ooh. The theory was that he was a witch who'd cast a spell on someone, and to break it, he had to die. Oh. At 74. Right. Okay. Um, Does not sound like he was a Wiccan. So the really... Here's the craziness. The police found an old book called... Folk, folklore, old customs, and superstitions in Shakespeare land. And it told a story of a man named Charles Walton, who died in 1865 after seeing a ghost. Oh, wow. So the rumor in the village was that it was, was the same man. And this was 1945, 1865. Who was a vampire? But how did he... And then he was found with, like, the pitchfork, like, on his throat, I believe he was like, I don't think I wrote that down, but. So let's see, 1865 to 1945. He'd only be 80, which was about right. You said 74. No, 1865 to 1945. Right. That's only 80 years. So that's, if he was 74, that could possibly be the same dude. But he died in 1865. Did he, or was there a bell, and he actually came back? Like, remember, they used to put the bells on him, so if the person wasn't actually dead, they could ring the bell, and they would pull up the casket? Maybe they pulled up that fucking casket. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> That's some pretty good ghost stories right there. So, that so being there you said, go. tell me something good. Um, I got some girls that I dress up real pretty sometimes, and they did me so proud today. Sure do you got a pretty mouth. No, no, oh. no. Oh. My children. Oh, oh. My kids they are did look lovely for at homecoming. homecoming. Uh-huh. That's awesome. They did look lovely. Yeah, so that's a proud mama moment. What about you? Um... Yep. So, um, Monday. <laughs> no, no, no. You went to a one-year-old birthday party. Has to be something good about that. I did get to spend time with my baby Groot today. Um, but Monday I took some time off of my mom's house and went and watched my daughter's boyfriend play soccer, which I always love baby girl time. Um, so that's good. Tomorrow's going to be the one month anniversary. Um, so I made it a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, where's the ass? Rod Farrell has to be the asshole of the, of the week. You have the honors. He's the one that killed, like took a crowbar to the parents. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Oh, but then he stole their car too. Is he the one that? No, I okay. I was paying attention. I swear, but is he the one that hurt the puppies? Yes. Okay then. Oh, yes. yeah, we're asshole of the week. We don't hurt puppies. Uh uh Or kill parents. Or hurt puppies. Or hurt puppies. We just don't hurt puppies. <laughs> you feed puppies popcorn because she really wants a piece of your popcorn. <laughs> I didn't know if I'm allowed to feed the puppies. Yeah, she can have. Okay. Just no chocolate. Okay, well. Oh, there's a good news. Oh, great. So I took my dog to the vet. He lost six pounds. What? Uh-huh. Fat boy's. Now, fuck it. Fat boy's still fat, but he's six pounds lighter. But he still looks like a sausage. So, Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Hopefully next week we'll have an update on my puppy. We will. It might be tell me something good for next week. So that being said, Barb, what next time week, is it? Can we can we tease next week with a little um um what is her name? Well, we'll have to we'll have to um see if they're possessed to listen to next week and then Ooh. It would do you well to be possessed to listen next week. Yeah. Yep, if the and, feeling uh, overtakes you. Then you should you should come back and join us because she's clever, folks. I, I know, <laughs> <laughs> and evil a little bit, but mostly clever. Um, I am the cleverest librarian. That's when my daughter's dumb. See, I don't see. I don't. I know you, so I guess. Yeah, when my daughter's dumb, I always tell her she's super pretty. <laughs> so maybe that's what. Yeah. When I'm evil, we should just go. Oh, you're so clever. <laughs> you're so clever. <laughs> so clever. Good thing you're pretty. That's what I tell my daughter. Yeah. So pretty. It was funny because when she was born, she was blonde and she had blue eyes. So I just kept looking at my mom going, please, she's got to be pretty. Like that's, she's got blonde hair. That's all she can do is hope for pretty. <laughs> she is pretty. So, she is. All right, guys. I guess it's that time. It is that time. So you can unplug, unplug your ears.